you know, I'm sure everyone, um, a young guy, uh, you know, dream of a lifetime to get drafted. Um, what was this experience like, um, remote experience, and what's your interactions with the Giants been? And, you know, what have they told you and what to expect going forward here? Oh, man, I mean, to have my dream finally come true, is it's been a huge blessing. You know, it still hasn't, you know, truly hit me yet just because I've been home. You know, I've been around my family and stuff like that, but it still hasn't, like, truly hit me all the way. So I'm still kind of – I'm still letting it hit me, or hit me day by day. But, I mean, no, it was it was a good experience. I was uh, with my dad and my brother at the time, you know, when I found out. And just to see the excitement on their face, you know, they know I was excited as well, too. I know they were happy for me as well because it's been a lifelong dream of mine to, you know, hear my name called in the NFL. So just, I mean, to, to finally have my name called is just – it was like a huge weight off my shoulders. And I, I feel extremely humbled and blessed by the experience. I mean, most rookies, obviously, in other years would be getting ready to come to New Jersey. Um, yeah. You're, you're, <laughs> right. not do, you're not doing that. So what, what do you think it's going to be like with a virtual rookie minicamp, basically? You know, I, I, I don't have any expectations because I really don't – I don't know what to expect at this time. You know, we'll see how everything goes. But I'm, I'm, it's something I'm looking forward to most definitely. Thank you. No problem. Jordan, you can go ahead with your question. Hey, Chris, congratulations, man. Thank you so much. Uh, when we spoke to Joe Judge, he was talking about you playing corner, safety, sort of what they call the star position. I'm just wondering what have been your experiences of where, where you did play in college and what, when you spoke to teams, where did they sort of envision you fitting in with their, you know, in the NFL? Uh, yeah, well, the one thing a lot of teams have taught me about is my versatility. You know, I have the ability to play multiple positions in the back end, so – I mean, it's even, you know, with the Giants, it's, they've kind of talked about me doing the same thing and being able to do those multiple positions. But every team I had talked to kind of had that same idea for me. I'd be a guy who kind of be like a Swiss Army knife, can do multiple things on the back end. How much did you actually play safety in college and do that, that part of it? Uh -huh. Well, I didn't, I didn't get to play a whole bunch of safety, but I actually I had a spring ball actually when I was at Florida where I did nothing but strictly safety. So I've actually had the opportunity throughout my college career to practice at each position. Appreciate it, man. No problem. Rock, you go ahead with your question. Hey, Chris, I saw that uh, right after you were drafted, you got the Darius Slayton seal of approval for the, for the pick. Uh, tell me about your relationship <laughs> with him. How far, how far back do you guys go? Man, me and uh, me and Darius's relationship it goes back extremely far. I've known Darius. I mean, we grew up playing football against each other. We grew up running track against each other. But the the biggest memory me and him have of each other is playing each other in the in our nine year old football season in Gwinnett Football League, which is one of the top uh, youth football leagues in Georgia. And I, I like I was talking about earlier, we played them in the regular season, and uh, they beat they beat us pretty bad. It was like thirty four to zero. I know at the time they got like the mercy rule as the youth football league. So they mercy rule. They, beat, they actually beat us pretty good. And then later on in the season, we got the chance to play them again in the nine-year-old football championship for the Gwinnett Football League. Funny part about it, his team, they hadn't lost a game in like two or three years. So they were the best team in, in, in that league. So uh, they put up to the championship game in all white stretched out Hummer limousines. These are nine-year-old kids now pulling up in limousines. You know, they expecting to win. We played the game, and uh, we actually we won the game 14-0, so we came out on top. I mean, I know it was something that had to be kind of embarrassing pulling up in a limousine and, and losing, but, you know, it's something I still hold, hold over Darius to this day. Did you get to ride the limos home at least? <laughs> no, nah, we didn't. <laughs> that, was, that was their team. I don't even think they rode the limos home. <laughs> uh, were, you always, uh, were you always a defensive back and he was always a receiver? 
Uh, no. Uh, I was actually always offensive guy. I grew up playing offense majority of my life. I didn't actually switch to defense until my senior year of high school. I was always kind of training for it, but I had never actually truly played it in a game until my senior year of high school. And actually, Darius was a corner in high school, so he, he kind of made the wide – I mean, he was doing corner and wide receiver in high school, and I guess he decided to stick with wide, wide receiver in uh, his college career. Thanks a lot. No problem. Hey, you can go ahead with your question. Chris, congratulations on uh, being drafted. Hey, I was Thank looking, you so much. I was looking at your background, and mm -hmm. it looked to me like a lot of the decisions that you made, you know, tr moving from wide receiver to defensive back, transferring mm -hmm. from Florida to Minnesota, have mm -hmm. been maybe with, with trying to find a path to the NFL in mind. Is, is that the case? And also, can you just talk a little bit about uh, Ray Buchanan? <laughs> well, yeah, that's honestly where it all kind of starts. Uh, the move from wide receiver to defensive back honestly came from Ray Buchanan. I met him in the summer of my eighth grade when I was training. And me and him have had an extremely close relationship up until this day. He still mentors me. I still train with him every time I'm home. But I was always playing receiver, and I was kind of – I was a six-foot receiver. I mean – you could find a lot. I mean, you could find a lot of six foot receivers anywhere, but I was kind of a bigger defensive back. And the one nugget that Ray always put in my head was, you know, you're you're an average size receiver, but you're you're a big defensive back and a guy who can move. So it's not too many guys who are big and who can move that can get paid at the next level. So it was he was just always kind of throwing that nugget in my head. And you know, my senior year of high school was when I first actually played defensive back. And you know, I had always been training with him for defensive back, but I had never truly played it in a high school game. But I definitely give the credit for me making that move to Ray Buchanan. I wanted to follow up on the Ray Buchanan thing. He's a, he played for a Super Bowl team with the Falcons and stuff. Mm -hmm. What are some of the lessons he, he kind of taught you? You mentioned he was very instrumental in your development. So can you just share some of the things he taught you that you feel were instrumental in getting you to this next level? Mm -hmm. I mean, he was one of the first people that I talked to, you know, when I was considering, you know, transferring. He just always, you know, he's always a person who's had my best interest at heart. So he wanted to, he always wanted what was best for me. So he kind of, he was a, a huge asset to have during that time period. And really just, I mean, the transition from wide receiver to defensive back was something he also helped me with as well. I mean, he's been a, a huge role in my corner. He's more so like a, a second father to me as well. And just having somebody like that who's already played in the NFL, is a huge blessing. You know, I can still train with him. There's a lot of things about the game that he teaches me as well that things I may not see or, you know, I have I have the opportunity to send him clips of film from practices and stuff. And he'll break that down for me and stuff that I did wrong. And it's just, it's a true blessing to have somebody like that in my corner. What about in terms of, you know, the, the little things? Like, you know, we talk about players taking care of their bodies and all that stuff, you know, things that you don't necessarily learn at the college level. Did Ray, did he share some of that with you? Yeah, he kind of, he, he told me, he, he always expressed to me the importance of taking care of my body, but I never, I, I truly got, I learned on my own, my freshman year of high school or of, of college, having just to go through and just deal with some of my own injuries. It was kind of something I learned on my own, but he's definitely always told me the importance of taking care of my body, putting the right things in terms of the right fluids, the right food in, in my body as well. Thank you. No problem. Rock, you can go ahead with your question. Chris, you said you were with your uh, your dad and your brother uh, when you got the call. Younger brother mm -hmm. or older brother? Younger brother. Younger? A lot younger mm -hmm. or, or close? No, he's actually – he's 19. He'll be 20 this year. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, he actually plays ball. 
he plays ball at Stanford. Oh, okay, good. Good. Mm-hmm. And then the second question was um uh what kind of background do you have with special teams? Uh is that something you you've done in uh, throughout college? It's, it's probably where you, where you're going to start out doing a lot of stuff yeah. for this team. Mm-hmm. Most definitely not. Throughout my college career, I've played on every special team, and that was something I was able to communicate with each and every team that I taught to. I've played on every special team. This past year, they kind of took a lot of our guys or a lot of our starters and took, kept them off special teams because we had a lot of young young guys who they wanted to get out there and wanted to see them in, in some smaller roles. So they kind of took a lot of our starters off special teams this year. But throughout my college career, I've played every special team, so that's not an issue at all. If you have any more questions, uh, please raise your hand. Are you going to room with Carter at the, when you finally do get here to, to New Jersey? <laughs> it's definitely something that was discussed. I mean, it would be nice, you know, because, I mean, I know that's somebody who can help me. Eat. We can help each other, you know, throughout this process. Somebody that I already know I've had a previous relationship with and played with. We're both on the same side of the ball and can learn to play with together. So, I mean, it would be nice to room with Carter. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. George, you can go ahead with your question. Yes, one more for me, Chris. Um, you, I asked you before a little bit about um, remote learning. Um, um, how do you think that's going to go down? Do you think that's a big disadvantage for rookies coming in, you know, doing these kind of Zoom chats and things instead of getting on the field, showing what you can do this spring? Um, you know, do you have any experience with um, remote learning? You know, what's your thoughts on all this? Um. I don't, you know, I don't think it puts anybody at disadvantage. I mean, of course, every every rookie or, or guy who's coming in wants to be able to go out on the field and show what they can do. But I actually think it a lot because football is such a physical game, and you know, of course, there's you know, there's a lot of physical, but it's also a part of the mental makeup. You know, so much of what what guys who are successful at the NFL level, it, it comes from the mental aspect of the game. So I think we'll be able to you know, expand our mental part of the game and come in and maybe even be more ready than just being, you know, getting thrown right into the fire of things. We've had time to talk it over with coaches and stuff like that. So I don't think it puts us at a disadvantage. It might be an advantage, honestly. 